Hello and welcome to Bible Brothers, the podcast where we read the Bible from front to back. My name is Robert Padnick. With me as always is Dan Klein. Hello, Dan. Hello, Robert. Thank you so much for having me back Hell yeah. on the show. I'm really psyched to be here. It was a last minute call Yeah, from the um, Bible Brothers Corp. And you ran. I ran. They said there's no... There's no trains. There's no trains and there's no guest hosts today, so we need you to come in if you're available. And you hoofed it. I hoofed it over here, so I'm just cooling off right now. I'm glad we're doing this first thing in the morning. It's, I think last time yeah. I was, that would have that might have been, oh, because it was like afternoon or evening. Afternoon, it was hot. Dusk. And I just remember, I just looked back sometime this week. I was like, did that even happen? <laughs> let me let me prove it to myself and open my podcast. I app. felt like the stories weren't so good. Not to dis. Wade, new listeners, that the stories <laughs> are bad. This is a bad drop-in zone. Don't, oh yeah, don't Don't even, just start listening to the show right here. No. As we reveal how we really feel. Or if you're recommending the show to others, don't start on this episode. Yeah, don't mention this episode. But also don't them. do the last episode, because... Uh, there, there, there have been f- a few drop-in zones marked, you know, whatever those episodes were. I don't know which ones they are, but use those episodes. But I don't think it was the bio... I mean, I think... It probably was. I mean, the Bible was bad. Bible was bad. But I think bad Bible. Bible often bad. Bible often bad. And B-O-B. B-O-B. <laughs> and I just didn't have the vigor. Vigor. Someone noted, not. I don't think it was the last episode, I think it was the one before it, that they were like, Robert couldn't have started with more vigor. And then the mm. Bible just sucked it out of <laughs> him. So, you know, I know you're trying. And I like running on, you on low that. vigor. It's a low my, vigor like, time life these days. You know, I my age, my mm-hmm. baby, yeah, my that my heat, my heat. Like oh, the heat, the of heat, the heat, boiling, global boiling. No job, no job, no job. Prospects in sight, and not only that, but the people who hire you or will hire you in the future hate you. They hate me. They've they've explicitly <laughs> said how much they hate us. And or that they, they want us to die. <laughs> yeah, at least they're indifferent to whether I live or live, die. Right. That's, yeah, that's true. They're not actively looking to kill you, yeah. but they wouldn't care. Um, so that that certainly takes a toll on the creative and uh, motivating juices. Yeah. You can you know, see how some vigor might be lost. Yeah, but I'm doing okay. I mean, I do feel spiritually okay. It's just more like you just, I'm just running on empty. You know, I will say it is so hot that it is hard to do anything. Yeah. And there have been times where I'm driving with like the sun is just fully blasting me. Yeah. That it almost puts me to sleep in the middle of the day because it's so hot. I almost fell asleep swimming. That's crazy. <laughs> like a dolphin, <laughs> one hemisphere at a time. I was wearing my goggles and and the sun was in my eyes and it was so like light mm. and blue I and I was floating. I was like... This is it. This is it. <laughs> <laughs> it does feel like kind of that's what people see, right? Is the light. It when just they got die. lighter and lighter and the sun and the water was warm and it's, I don't know. I could have gone. I was I'm ready to go when I'm driving. I'm yeah. like the it's shining through the windshield. Too relaxed. It's so bright it's almost like a white. Yeah, it's like a portal. And you're like, take yeah, take me. Take me. So we'll be dying. Soon, it seems like. Feels like. Feels like. We don't know when. We won't know when. But in the meantime. We're alive. We're alive. 
And that means we have to read the Bible because we once said that we're going to try and do it. Mm-hmm. And, and so we that can't go back. Can't, you can't go, go back. back on things like that ever. So that's the, why we're here today. You know, when you're pitching one of many ideas to a friend, yeah, and loosely one of them be. just seems a little more charming than the others. Right. It's not like obviously needs to be done, but uh, hey, why not? Right. You gotta See stick with that till the end. To the end of your life, it seems like. You know what it makes me want to do is not make long-term promises. And not pitch long-term ideas. Exactly. You know, maybe I was so inspired by Boyhood. You remember that movie? Oh, That yeah. was shot over 18 years or so? Yeah, right. It's like, that's where the magic that's is. That's what I got to be doing. Biblehood. Only 18-year projects. That's it. What's the point of anything else? That's and where I'll the real do, magic happens. I'll do three of them. And I do love that movie. Yeah. But we should have just watched it. Well, here we are now. Here we are. Knee deep in the Bible. Yeah, we are probably about knee length. I think so. If you look at actually the Bible, it's like kind of the knee Knee of the Bible. (laughs) (laughs) We're in the knee, guys. If people were wondering, well, where are they exactly? If the Bible were a human body. It's almost exactly where the knee would be. It's shocking. (laughs) We are knee deep. Yeah. We're in uh, the book of Samuel 1. And we're in chapter 19. Sam's first book. Sam's... Not Samsung. Sam, not Samsung, the brand? Sam... Oh, that's funny. I was thinking Samsung, the man, not the brand. The not hair Samsung. Man. Samsung, not Samsung. Right. That's interesting. Yeah, I know those aren't related, but hey, it's but interesting. It's interesting, <laughs> yeah. Admit it. Admit it, <laughs> listeners. It's interesting. Honk your horn if you're driving, if it's interesting, <laughs> <laughs> wherever you are. <laughs> Uh, we're in chapter 19. Okay. And this first section is called Saul plans to kill David, but Jonathan intervenes. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I re- I'm like, who are these people? Right. <laughs> I right. forgot we met. Wow. Speaking of, you know what? Quick tangent. I just watched um the Michael J. Fox documentary. Did uh-huh. you see that at all? No. At all. As if you were like, yeah, I, yeah, a couple I saw minutes. one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it seemed all right. Um, I recommend it. It was cool. I love him. I didn't realize how much I loved him. Mm. I think Back to the Future probably is my favorite movie. Uh And so I'm like, oh, I love this guy. Right. And he's a very lovable person as well. You're like, that's why I probably liked him is that that comes across. Right. And it was he, you know, he makes his story interesting and it's a it's it's um, sad, but but cool and inspiring. I'll check it out for sure. I have a question. What was the mental yes. process that got you there king david remember we were talking about like little right. little handsome guys that can play king david was he little michael j fox is tiny no 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 was oh. king david little i thought well i guess i assumed he was little because of goliath oh, yes right yes 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 um so michael j fox could be a great him. king david right that would be really 80s, fun that would have been a great choice because it, it would have changed it a little you're like all right he's got to be like a little feisty you mm-hmm. know like he's got to have attitude <laughs> yeah he doesn't seem like uh, but it's more, kind of more cinematic. I think, it's a better yeah. version of him instead and of like certainly this at the like, time. Yeah, it's like a little bring skateboarding. A little, yes, yeah. Bring a little, bring a little of that Jay Fox energy. That's good. Uh, yeah. Next time, I guess. I could see how you got there. Yeah, but um, check it out still on Apple Plus TV. Yeah, and Apple, if you're listening, please, please. end the strike. <laughs> <laughs> Just, can't, because can't the big tech companies be like, I don't care. Like yes, just take some of the money. People are, some people are saying that that they are like that. That is a path that they could take. 
that it's just like just do it. It's like they're not really a studio. They're no, a just tech in, company. You're like you're just trying to like get some people on to watch your show. So like a little bit more money is not going to be a problem. Yeah, it's really it's like I, I guess the theory is that it's Netflix because that's their whole business model. Right. That's that's the going theory. I feel like it's like Netflix is the holdup mm. as if they're like at the table like uh-uh. I'm not doing signing that. Uh-uh. I wish I knew not for my own even. Yeah, just not to, even my own because it affects me. Right. It just kind of a genuinely interesting. It totally is. Conversations inter- are happening that I just would be like, oh, I just would love to hear the conversation. Like and totally is, as a third party. Just what's, who's, <laughs> let me, how do I get in? Like almost like going to check out the Supreme Court. You know, how you're allowed. Yes. To get, like, hey, I just want to see. That'd what, be so like just court is in session. That's cool that you can just go and hear it. Let's go check like, it out. I'm not going to say anything. Nope. Just I'm curious about the case and. It'd be nice to see some familiar faces. I know who all you guys are. That's a good idea. Check that out. I mean, I know I understand why they don't do it, but I, but you know, open. Yes. They're like, literally, that's the whole thing is that this cannot be open. It just kind of bums me out that there's so much stuff that we'll just never be privy to. Yeah. It's got to be secret. So much life out there. That and you're all, like, all man, I want to be I there. Know. I want to know. I'm sure you can go on Reddit and be like, hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm sure we know. Mm. I was going to say, I feel like we know people who would be there, but... At the negotiations? Probably not. No, I don't think... Well... But we probably know people who know Adam people. Conover. He's on the negotiating committee, and he but was on the show. on the other side. I want to know the oh, other oh, side. Oh, you want to know the AMPTP side? Yeah. I don't know those people. That's so funny, because it's not the CEOs. You know what's so funny? Yeah, they're like in Los Angeles. They're here. We've probably eaten at some restaurants where they they were at. I probably do know them. You know, one of them's probably just like, oh, Secretly. you're my si- cousin. I didn't tell you this, Robert, but I am a negotiator on behalf of the AMPTP. Yeah, like, oh, oh my gosh! Cool. How'd it go? Like, what's, what's going on? Like, what's your take? Who's on Who's like? What are the personalities? Is it fun? I care more about the personalities than the implications. Certainly, like what you said, cool. like who's being a holdup, who's being a little stick in the mud, and who's like really just like, yeah, I just want to make it work. Let's go! Come on, I want to make some stuff. Yeah, it's my business. Just yeah. making stuff, and right now we're not. I don't care if I got to pay a couple extra bucks. You got to think tough someone out there is thinking that you know if these people are not black and white no i think there's the i think a lot of the i i, I mean again these are like rumors and it's like how do you even know this but it, the other rumors like legacy media companies your nbc's and mm-hmm. those are like let's just like yeah just give it to them right <laughs> like we have to make shows that's the only thing we have right um and i guess like the going thought is that like netflix doesn't the way they measure their analytics and their success is not like the others hey we had a show on and a lot of people watched it right it's other stuff right so so right. they don't care about shows which That's is crazy <laughs> we have friends at nbc we can give them a call give them a call they know if they know someone they might yeah that's true hmm. we've worked on nbc shows <sighs> anyway if we were almost as, as like such a great conversation to not read the bible yeah no like, it's tempting. anything it's anything tempting. Not no no to... but let's do it we okay okay we it. have let's... to we owe the people we owe ourselves uh, Saul plans to kill David, but Jonathan intervenes. Hey, don't do that. Okay. Here we that's, go. That's what I think is the conversation is going to be. <laughs> Next chapter. And Saul speak to Jonathan, his son, and to all the servants that they should kill David. But John- <laughs> No, like... <laughs> uh, subterfuge. No. <laughs> hey, we should kill David. Okay. We all love him. <laughs> right. He's like the best like guy here. I right no I'm just thinking yeah, maybe just, we should he, kill him though. no I mean I know he's like winning wars and stuff yeah huge he's got all the, he brought me all those foreskins yeah two hundo maybe kill him maybe 
Just putting it out there. All right, all right. And yeah, it's like, I, I'm not saying that's what I want. I'm Shoot. just saying we should kill him. And you're arguing against it so hard makes me think you do want to kill him. So let's do yeah. And now he's kind of blown his load because they're like, well, <laughs> we know you want to kill him. Like now if he offer, if he suggests anything like, hey, maybe you should stand next to a train or something. Right. Or be like, like, well, obviously a- you want to kill him. Oh, I just think it'd be interesting to see if he went to a deserted island and just stayed there forever. Like what would happen to a person? Can't you, can I ask these questions? Yeah. Just asking questions. It's a free country. (laughs) No, it's not. No, it's not at all. (laughs) I want someone to say that in the Bible. It's a free, I can do whatever I want. It's a free country. (laughs) (laughs) But Jonathan Saul's son delighted much in David and Jonathan told David saying Saul my father seeketh to kill thee now therefore I pray thee take heed to thyself until the morning and abide in a secret place and hide thyself Ooh, I wonder where he's gonna hide I also forgot that Saul has tried to kill David right that remember this is, he stared he at him it, he kind of blew it the first time right when they were in the same room and, and he, he like was holding a hammer or something kill him. <laughs> started swinging at him <laughs> So, yeah, now he's like, hey, you know what I was just thinking? <laughs> we should kill David. I know I haven't said anything about it before. Yeah, we know you want it. You've been trying to kill him. Really? No. Jonathan continues, and I will go out and stand beside my father in the field where thou art, and I will commune with my father of thee, and what I see, that I will tell thee. Whatever, I don't know. So he's like, I'm going to see what my dad says and does, and I'll let you know. Okay. I'll tell you what I find out from my dad. I think What's he's he planning find to out? kill you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think. Well, let's see what happens. And Jonathan spake good of David unto Saul his father and said unto him, Let not the king sin against his servant, against David, because he hath not sinned against thee, and because his works have been to thee word very good. Pretty good reason not to kill somebody. Totally. He's done nothing wrong. For he did put his life in his hand uh, and slew the Philistine, and the Lord wrought a great salvation for all Israel. Thou sawest it and didst rejoice. Wherefore then wilt thou sin against innocent blood to slay David without a cause? And Saul hearkened unto the voice of Jonathan, and and Saul sware, As the Lord liveth, he shall not be slain. And Jonathan called David, and Jonathan shewed him all those things. And Jonathan brought David to Saul, and he was in his presence as in times past. Okay, so... He Saul was convinced according to what he's saying. I wonder if he is like, I'm not gonna kill him. Hasn't this happened before? Like, or, like he had like a bad demon in his head. God, oh, yeah, God's, de- yeah, there's God. been some new bad spirit, evil spirits coming out. So now he's like, Oh, you're right. I'm crazy. So I don't know if that evil spirit is there right now, but he's like, You know what? You're right. I'm not gonna kill David. Why don't you bring him here and put his head right on this anvil? Yeah. And give me that hammer. I don't think he's capable. Like, I don't think the Bible Bibles, is capable yeah. of like someone said something but meant something else. I don't think I don't think they've thought of that yet. No, oh, that's that that's po- that that's humanly possible. They're like, how would we communicate that in a story? Through actions, through their <laughs> no, um, they, they don't write those parts down. It's just what they say, and what they say is true. And then they walk away, and then somebody else says something. Yeah, and that's it. And if they change, they'll say it. They'll let us know immediately. <laughs> okay, so this next section is called Saul Tries to Kill David, but Michal Intervenes. Oh, new guy? I think we've heard of this person, but yeah. I don't remember anything. Yeah, that's true. I do, yeah, I do remember the name. And there was war again, and David went out and fought with the Philistines and slew them with a great slaughter. He's unbelievable. And they fled from him. 
and the evil spirit from the Lord was upon Saul, as he sat in his house with his javelin in his hand, again, and David played with his hand. So wait, they're back in the same room where there's a guitar? I mean, it's the same scene. I, we're just back here. I think we're just back there, but I do like the idea that it's like somehow... It's like another war goes by. They find themselves in the same room of weapons and musical He's instruments. He's holding his spear, his javelin. Right next to the man he wants to kill. <laughs> He's like, And Grr. David's just noodling on his guitar. And Saul. I mean, at this point, it's a little on David, too. It's like, uh-huh. get out of there, man. Absolutely. Go to a different place and play your guitar. But he, like everyone in the world, takes people at face value yeah, he said he's not gonna kill me <laughs> he's the last person who would kill me <laughs> he said it he said it bing 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 as hold he's on it's out his guitar yeah and Saul sought to smite David even to the wall with the javelin but he slipped away out of Saul's presence and he smote the javelin into the wall and David fled and escaped that night Saul also sent messengers unto David's house to watch him and to slay him in the morning. And Michal, David's wife, oh, I did not know that. Me neither. Told him, saying, If thou save not thy life tonight, tomorrow thou shalt be slain. That's funny. They're almost saying it as if she's like, you know, predicting the future, but really there are literal guys waiting. Yeah, how does she know? Just because, like, she's, I think she sees guys that are like waiting to guys, kill him. And it's specifically, it's those guys. Like, I know those guys because they work for the king. And, and they he, were there last time. Right. And he did literally try to kill you again. Right. You should get out of here. But yeah, I don't it, have like a woman's intuition. No, no. This is not like, yeah, I haven't like looked at the moon or right. I have not spoken to God. It is. I think I'm just observing what's happening. So Michal let David down through a window and he went and fled and escaped. Honestly, didn't know there were windows. I didn't know there were second stories. Oh, Wow. Well, there was, um, if you, well, remember there was that like apartment in a wall. That was cool. There was yeah. like this, like the wall that house, beautiful prostitute and yes. like a um, cool guy, like snuck spy. in. Spy. Spy. Yeah. That was a great people story. were living in walls. Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. And like, it made me like just reimagine like the city life. It's like any wall could be a house. Totally. You don't know. No. Why? Yes. Right. It was like the whole city was like built into a wall. Yeah. It was cool. That is cool. Kind yeah. of like, um game of thrones the the night's watch that the wall right yeah the wall <laughs> that that wall is like another wall <laughs> this is my observation you're gonna say like nope some <laughs> more vertical city nope <laughs> just a wall like mumbai and the new spider-man was very vertical the animated one yeah. or gosh i don't even remember yeah but played by car and sony yeah and Michal took an image and laid it in the bed and put a pillow of goat's hair for his bolster and covered it with a cloth. Oh, it's like a Ferris Bueller. Yes. I didn't know they do that in the Bible. Well, remember there's been a couple of like, what was a uh, fur- furry arm Esau? He put furry, he, he made put his... hair on his arms to be like, he's going to think it's, he put goat hair on his arms so his dad be like, oh, you're hairy, like my hairy son. It must yeah, be him. Yeah, but this is literally like yes, a pillow. full puppet. <laughs> and it's connected to a keyboard that'll make cough sounds. Yeah. And when Saul sent messengers to take David, she said, he is sick. And Saul said, wow, them, just like Ferris Bueller. <laughs> <laughs> He's sick. He can't go to school. And Saul sent the messengers again to see David saying, bring him up to me in the bed that I may slay him. Saul sent the messengers. He's like, just oh, grab yeah, the like, whole bed. That's fine. Get the guy. Right. Grab the whole bed then if that's easier. Bring him up to me in the in the bed. In yeah. his bed is what That's they funny. say. So yeah, it's like fine, grab the bed. Smart. He gets sleep through it. 
I'm going to kill him. And when the messengers were come in, behold, there was an image in the bed with a pillow of goat's hair for his bolster. And Saul said unto Michal, Why hast thou deceived me so, and sent away mine enemy, that he is escaped? And Michal answered Saul, He said unto me, Let me go. Why should I kill thee? He said to me, Let me get away. Why should I kill you? Why should who kill who? Yeah. (laughs) And she's also, she was the one that told David to escape. Totally. She's weirdly like protecting him and then throwing him under the bus. She said he was sick. And then he's like, that's fine. Get the whole bed. Right. And like, also, who cares if he's sick? It's like the implication. Like, he's going to want to kill him. (laughs) He's sick, so you can't kill him. (laughs) Oh, I'll wait till he gets better. Then I'll kill him. I'm sorry. That's horrible. (laughs) I got sick last week. Yeah. Something's going around. Yeah, shoot. I'll tell the boss. <laughs> you can't kill a sick guy. And when the messengers came in again, they were like, oh, it's fake. Right. And then Saul said to the wife, why do you trick me? And Michal said, he said to me, let me go. Why? Oh, so she's maybe acting like she was trying to keep him? What's she acting? I thought maybe she's acting like David. I wanted to keep David here, but he ran away. And was like, I shouldn't be killed. So he left, even though I tried to keep Maybe it him was here. like he was like threatening to kill me. Like, <laughs> oh, so don't, like I didn't. I like that. I didn't. I mean, I, so I have I, to imagine that's not what's happening here. I like that though. She's, I was like, you have to stay here and be killed. Like killed like the and king he's wants like, it. He's like, no, I'll kill, I'll kill you, you if you don't let me go. So she's like, well, what could I have done? Yeah. Let's see what the, let's see what King Saul says. All right. This last section is called David escapes to Samuel. Samuel, the judge. Yes, I know. <laughs> Every time I'm like, <laughs> who? And he's got it. And he's not the king, but he's like more powerful. You, right. Well, I was realizing that is, here's my question is, is this interesting that like beforehand it was like you were a judge king and now this is like the first separation where it's like, no, we have judges. Right. And, but we have kings too. And they're like separated the jobs. Yeah, yeah. I think it's interesting. Okay, great. Like, yeah. Because at a certain point, yeah, there were, they were all, it was all one thing. Right, like there's one thing. Now they're delegating some tasks. And what's it like to be a king if you're not a judge? Mm, it's tough. Right. That, that would be on the billboard. You know, it's like, yeah, like to being a king you. without a judge or no wait, being a king, but not a judge. It's tough. Samuel one, check it out. Netflix. Mm-hmm. And people, and people of the time would be like, oh, wow, that is interesting. He's, he's, he's a king, but he's not a judge. Yeah, we've never dealt with that. <laughs> I got to watch <laughs> What's this. that about? <laughs> so David fled and escaped and came to Samuel to Ramah and told him all that Saul had done to him. And he and Samuel went and dwelt in Naoth. That's a crazy word. Naoth, yeah, so many vowels. vowels. Naoth. And it was told Saul, saying, behold, David is at Naoth in Ramah. And Saul sent messengers to take David, and Saul sent messengers to take David, and when they saw the company of the prophets prophesying, and Samuel standing as appointed over them, the Spirit of God was upon the messengers of Saul, and they also prophesied. Whoa, they got it by, like, proxy? I don't, I get they're yeah. like, there's like a group of prophets going like, like talking, talking to God. God. Right? And so then Saul's like spies or they get it. Henchmen too. get the like they're sense, like electric. Yeah. Electric field. Yeah. They're getting a piece of it. And when it was told Saul, he sent other messengers and they prophesied likewise. Wow. Everyone's getting on the like link. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Keep it going. 
And Saul sent messengers again the third time, and they prophesied also. Wow. Then went he also to Ramah, and came to a great well that is in Sechu. And he asked and said, Where are Samuel and David? And one said, Behold, they be at Naoth in Ramah. And he went thither to Naoth in Ramah, and the Spirit of God was upon him also, and he went on and prophesied until he came to Naoth in Ramah. This is crazy. It's like a magical spot. Yeah. It's like in um, Sedona. They have like a vortex or yes, something. Yes, it's like yeah. Sedona, the yeah. crystal vortex. Yeah, yeah, it's like hippie town. But what does it mean to be prophesying? What I is, don't know. I want to just be like their, like their eyelids or their eyes have... Just great truths. Turn, yeah, and they're seeing all of it, but their eyes have... What but is it's it? funny that he rolled like, into their heads. He like was he was prophesying too, but like kind of like moved through it until he came to Rama. He's really he like pushed through. He's like, Ugh! I know this is so interesting and cool, and Push I'm learning. Through the electric I have field to kill. I have to kill this guy. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna get stuck here. Understanding the universe, and he stripped off his clothes also, and prophesied before Samuel in like manner, and lay down naked all that day and all that night. Wherefore, they say, is Saul also among the prophets? Because he got naked and was doing it? And is the end of this chapter like, that's why they say, that's why people ask if, and if that's he's a why. And in the end, that's why people say, is Saul also a prophet? You're it's like, kind of freaky. Because <laughs> he like experienced it, got so like hot and bothered that he got naked. Yeah, he and, did like, it. Danced. So does he count? Yeah, it's like, well, what about that time where he got naked and danced and fell asleep? Yeah, I'd say that counts. He's a prophet. Okay, well, I was kind of more focused on him trying to kill David. Totally. It's kind of like a indie, yes. like weird movie where it's like, it took like a left, it's like this chase scene happened through this sort of like rave where things got like freaky. Yeah, it was, that was cool. It was like a throwback to like a 60s psychedelic yeah. thing, but done in a new way. It's like they're chasing each other and then they go to this like party and they like all like stop to dance. Yeah. And then they like keep moving. Did you ever watch um, on, it was like a Saturday morning cartoon for a long time, but like Yogi Bear and like, he had like a whole gang of Hanna-Barbera guys. Mm -hmm. And there was one called Wacky Races where they would like race each other. Yeah. But then there was Space Race Uh, and they were in space racing each other. I could imagine it. And yeah, you could see it. And they would have the like breaks where the characters would just dance. Really? Like, an, even in an animated show, it's like, well, there's got to be some dancing. So funny. Yeah. It's like, we love to see the sexy bodies. Like, it's just <laughs> Yogi, fun to dance. Yogi and Boo Boo. And um, Snakely? I'm trying Whip, to think of who Snidely that is. Whiplash? Snidely, yeah, yeah. Thank you. And, and what his was mutt? his dog? Yeah, Mutt. Muttley? Muttley. Yeah. Who was kind of like the... Um, the dog in the duck shoe, hunt. The duck hunt. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what a bastard. Shut up, dog. Um, <laughs> okay, this is a this is a long one. Okay, so that one in. wasn't so bad. Weird, weird ending. It was good. I enjoyed the the psychedelia. It was one of the better chapters. Yeah, I'm it's, gonna kill David. I'm gonna get his bed. I don't care. He's sick. I'll kill him. Weird diversion into the god fields. Wow, wow, wow! Like hippie, weird sitar hippie music plays. Relax, all. Because I thought they were going to get a prophet. Like, I thought everyone who was hitting that wall was, mm. like, getting a message from God that, like, David's the guy. Oh, that would have been nice. But no, you know? I think they were just... And then it's like Saul hits the wall and he's like, oh, man, he really is the guy. What Shoot. can I do? What can I do? Oh, well. But that doesn't seem like that. No. So he's still on his way, it seems. He I just, like, so. took a nap. 
Naked Nap? I think so. Okay. I don't know. Chapter 20. And the first section is called David Makes a Promise to Jonathan. David makes... Okay. So Jonathan's there. I promise we'll be best friends forever. Forever. If I Promise me, man. I really like you. We're buds to the end. Yeah, Jonathan. We're buds. And David fled from Naoth in Ramah and came and said before Jonathan... What have I done? What is my iniquity? And what is my sin before thy father that he seeketh my life? So I think David ran back home. Oh, yeah. Yes, because he's, he's like sleeping. He's sleeping in the fields. So he he's ran back. back. Funny. Why did he even talk to... It's like he escaped to Samuel. But right. why? In the first place? In the first place. They never even talk. No, he's just there. Tarrying, okay. I imagine. Yeah. And he said unto him, God forbid, uh, thou shalt not die. Behold, my father will do nothing, either great or small, but that he will shew it to me. He will shew it me. And why should my father hide this thing from me? It is not so. Wait, so he's lying? Jonathan is now lying to David that he's like, no, my dad's not going to kill you. I think he's either lying or he genuinely oh, that you're not, believes I mean, from the last time that you won't, he's not going to be able to kill you. Yeah. I mean, again, this is requiring like a level of who knows what that I don't think the Bible's capable of. But right. like, it is possible he's just going off the last information he heard, which is I talked to my dad and he promised oh, he won't. Oh, that is probably yes, that is it. I think. Okay. And he just ignored everything else that happened. He hasn't or just he's he doesn't he's know not about aware it. of this chase scene. Right. This it just seems situation. like it's been a long time, but because yeah. didn't David also go off to battle in the middle of all this at some point? Yeah. It's like Jonathan doesn't know any of this. No. He's just like, huh? Oh, no, I've been busy Doing building my, my Legos. Yeah, he's like the prince. He's probably deeply involved in all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And David swear, moreover, and said, Thy father certainly knoweth that I have found grace in thine eyes. And he saith, Let not Jonathan know this, lest he be grieved. But truly as the Lord liveth and as the soul liveth, there is but a step between me and death. So he's saying, no, you're, you're like, wrong. You're wrong. He's keeping out a secret from you that he's trying to kill me. Yeah. And said, then said Jonathan unto David, whatsoever thy soul desireth, I will even do it for thee. Mm. And David said unto Jonathan, behold, tomorrow is the new moon and I should not fail to sit with the king at meat, but let me go that I may hide myself in the field unto the third day at even. That's an interesting um, line of exposition there. It's tomorrow is the new moon feast and I'm supposed to dine with the king. Mm-hmm. It's so like uh, uh, exposition. Yeah. I got the invitation in the mail. Like right. it's a big day tomorrow. Yeah. They haven't really done that. Like no. something's coming up. Right. That, that I'm thinking thing. about. Mm-hmm. Good on the Bible kind of like it's, 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 it's growing up. It's growing up. It's nice. If thy father at all miss me, then say, David earnestly asked leave of me that he might run to Bethlehem, his city, for there is a yearly sacrifice there for all the family. If he say thus, it is well, thy servant shall have peace. But if he be very wroth, then be sure that evil is determined by him. Therefore, thou shalt deal kindly with thy servant, for thou hast brought thy servant into a covenant of the Lord with thee, notwithstanding, if there be in me iniquity, slay me thyself. For why shouldest thou bring me to thy father? Um, I mean, I know I he's got just, lost. Yeah, I was it thinking about yeah. It doesn't matter. Other things. We okay. get it. He's just saying, "Help me out." Help me out, bro. And Jonathan said, "Far be it from thee! For if I knew certainly that evil were determined by my father to come upon thee, then would not I tell it thee?" 
Then said David to Jonathan, Who shall tell me, or what if thy father answer thee roughly? Tell, I don't know. <laughs> and <laughs> this could have been like, I, it seemed like the first line was took care of the conversation, but they're still going right, back and Right, and Jonathan forth. said, Got it. Got it. But instead he's like, And what about these other possibilities that like, might you go tell down? me then? I, you know I would tell you, man. And Jonathan said unto David, Come and let us go out into the field. And they went out, both of them, into the field. Jeez. And Jonathan said unto David, O Lord, God of Israel, when I have sounded my father about tomorrow, any time, or the third day, and behold, if there be good toward David, and I then send not unto thee, and shew it thee, the Lord do so, and much more to Jonathan. But if it please my father to do thee evil, then I will shew it thee, and send thee away, that thou mayest go in peace, and the Lord be with thee, and he hath been with my father." I think he's like making a deal that it's like if the if God does if if Saul tries to kill him, like you could do something bad to me. But if he doesn't, I think he's uh, like torn somehow. I I mean, I'm getting the sense that he's just like torn between trusting his father uh-huh. at this point. Yeah, I like that. I like kind of roughly a bird's eye view. Kind of let the words wash over you. Yeah. He's just like, I'm in a tough situation here. Yeah. Because my I, dad told me one thing. You're and my another. best friend. You're asking me to do something so Choose. here's different possibilities okay that work for me okay i'm not gonna yeah we shouldn't we shouldn't too hard too hard like the hot sun it's putting me to sleep exactly we need to walk through it like the the prophecy fields yes and thou shalt not only and thou shalt not only while yet i live shew me the kindness of the lord that i die not but also thou shalt not cut off thy kindness from my house forever no, not when the Lord hath cut off the enemies of David, every one from the face of the earth. So, Jonathan made a covenant with the house of David, saying, Let the Lord even require it at the hand of David's enemies. And Jonathan caused David to swear again because he loved him, for he loved him as he loved his own soul. Then Jonathan said to David, Tomorrow is the new moon, and thou shalt be missed, because thy seat will be empty. And while the, when, when thou hast stayed three days, then thou shalt go down quickly and come to the place where thou didst hide thyself when the business was in hand, and shalt remain by the stone Ezel. And I will shoot three arrows on the side thereof, as though I shot at a mark. And behold, I will send a lad, saying, Go, find out the arrows. If I expressly say unto the lad, Behold, the arrows are on this side of thee, take them. Then come thou, for there is peace to thee, and no hurt, as the Lord liveth. But if I say thus unto the young man, Behold, the arrows are beyond thee, Go thy way, for the Lord hath sent thee away. So these arrows are like a weird code. Code, yeah. And as a touch, and and as touching the matter which thou and I have spoken of, behold, the Lord be, be between thee and me forever. Okay. Pause Sorry. to kind of catch your. <laughs> okay. This, this is, is like a the lot craziest, of talking. So much talking and crazy ideas. You're gonna go there, and I'm gonna shoot arrows to like a whole other town. But, like, if they're near you, it means one thing, and if they're past you, it's something else. He really just seems like he got, like, a new bow and wants to shoot show it. off. Yeah, it was just the first thing that came to him about how to send a signal is, like, my new bow. My new cool, my cool new bow, who I haven't, I didn't tell David about yet. I mean, whatever. I get, I sort of can argue that, like, he needs to send him a message from a distance so, to be, like, big, stay, cool. so, arrows. Yeah, yeah. Your eyes are <laughs> drooping. Mm. Yeah, no, I'm just, I'm enjoying. So it feels good. <laughs> it's mm. Relaxing. Yeah, very relaxing. 
Okay, so this next, let's, we're, 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 I, we have one more pitch, basically, so that's doable. We could do this. This section is, and Cooper, if, I mean, it doesn't help us, but it'll help the audience. If you could just start the noiseometer. Yeah, maybe some, um, like, you know, charge when they play at like a baseball game. Oh wait! Oh, that's a uh, rock and roll part two. Oh, what do yeah, you? Yeah, put thinking? the hay song on. I was doing a uh, charge when they go like charge. Is that the song? I don't know. I believe you. It's not. It I might not that be was a, like a sort of like horse racing yes. song. But they do that at. It is. It seems like it's like a uh, cavalry. Yeah, or something. cavalry. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, uh, Cooper. G, just help do something. (laughs) (laughs) This section is called Saul Seeks to Kill Jonathan Out of Anger at David. Oh, okay. I'm up. He's going to try to kill his son. And so maybe not that we need to go back and relitigate, but like he was, Jonathan was correctly nervous about the situation that he was getting into. Mm, Something is off here. Yeah, because he was like worried that his dad might do something bad. Okay. And he's going to. So, David hid himself in the field, and when the new moon was come, the king sat him down to eat meat. And the king sat upon his seat, as at other times, even upon a seat by the wall. And Jonathan arose, and Abner <laughs> sat by Saul's side, and David's place was empty. It's just so weird that his, his like, the spot he likes to eat at is near the wall. The king, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's hard not to picture a chair facing the wall. And it's hard for me not to picture sort of like, sort of like a Bezos or a Bill Gates or like a weird kind Uh of nerd who's like peculiar about where he likes to sit. I must sit by the wall. Okay. Abner. And yeah, why is Abner next to me? Well, I want David. (laughs) Not Abner. I want to kill him. Hello, Saul. Nevertheless, Saul spake not anything that day, for he thought, Something hath befallen him. He is not clean. Surely he is not clean. Uh-oh, he's, like, losing his mind. <laughs> Who's not clean? I don't know what that, like, he... Something must have happened to David to make him ceremonially unclean. Surely he is unclean. Okay, something's up with David. And I guess, but that's such, like, a psychotic way of saying it. Like, yeah, why isn't he here? He must be dirty. Yeah, he's so dirty. And it came to pass on the morrow, which was the second day of the month, that David's place was empty. And Saul said unto Jonathan, his son, Wherefore cometh not the son of Jesse to to meet, neither yesterday nor today? Wow, so that was the whole new moon festival. It was just, um, he's sitting by the wall and Abner's there and he's like, I don't like this. Yeah. Cut to the next morning. (laughs) Well, no, it's again, it's day two of the festival's like multiple days. Okay, that's okay. So it's like, hey, they're doing this kind of like. Why did Abner sit next to me? Again. I want David. And and Jonathan answered Saul, uh, David earnestly asked leave of me to go to Bethlehem. And he said, let me go, I pray thee. Oh, Jonathan's continuing. And he said, let me go, I pray thee, for our family hath a sacrifice in the city, and my brother, he hath commanded me to be there. And now, if I have found favor in thine eyes, let me get away, I pray thee, and see my brethren. Therefore, he cometh not unto the king's table. Oh, that's what Dave, he was relaying what David had said. Yeah. Okay. I got a big sacrifice in the city I got to get to. Yeah. Then Saul's anger was kindled against Jonathan. And he said unto him, thou son of the perverse rebellious woman, 
Do not I know that thou hast chosen the son of Jesse to thine own confusion, and unto the confusion of thy mother's nakedness? Whoa, 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 whoa. So he's, he's right on. He's correct. Wait. He's, he's saying, you son, of, he says, you son of a perverse and rebellious woman. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's basically just calling him a mean thing. But that is a great insult. Yeah. You son of a perverse and rebellious woman. Well, it's definitely better of than son of a you know, B word. Yeah. yeah. Jesse, to your own he's shame like, and to the shame of the mother who bore you. He knows That's interesting. He knows he's lying. I know you're lying because your mother is uh, rebellious and perverse, but also you've brought great shame on your mother. Hmm. And to the shame of the mother. The shame of that crazy woman. <laughs> She's psycho. <laughs> but like, you're not being cool. You're going to hurt her. Like, you're going to make her look yeah. bad. You're the son of a crazy whore. And you've embarrassed her. <laughs> and what's worse is you've. That's a shame. That poor, crazy woman. <laughs> poor, How crazy. could you do that? She's nuts. <laughs> Don't you know that? You jerk. You're a jerk to, that, to your own crazy mother. <laughs> crazy whore mom. For as long as the son of Jesse liveth upon the ground, thou shalt not be established, nor thy kingdom. Wherefore now, send and fetch him unto me, for he shall surely die. All right, this is it. The final face-off. Yeah, go get him. I know you're lying. And Jonathan answered Saul, his father, and said unto him, Wherefore shall he be slain? What hath he done? And Saul cast a javelin at him to smite him, whereby Jonathan knew that it was determined of his father to slay David. And he's like, hey, he tried to kill me. That's, I think he's, I think he means it. <laughs> yeah, I think that means he wanted to kill David. So Jonathan arose from the table in fierce anger. Also so funny, he's thrown his javelin at people three times. And like right <laughs> next to him and he's missed each him. time. Yeah. And like people not expecting an attack. No one else reacted, too. And he's just, like, standing up and is like, now, now, now. Stop that. (laughs) Don't throw your javelin at me again. Dad. Dad. (laughs) So Jonathan arose from the table in fierce anger and did eat no meat the second day of the month. For he was grieved for David because his father had done him shame. In the last section. So much shame on the parents. Jonathan and David tearfully part ways. Oh, romantic scene. Yeah. Very sweet. It's a nice, maybe the most relationshipy relationship yes, we've gotten the, in the entire Bible. Yeah, it's weird that it's like they're two people that really care like about have, each other. They've talked about their feelings. Yeah, yeah. And they they haven't stressed that otherwise. They've really. gone. They've had like ups and downs. Yeah, that's true. It's a, like a really nice friendship. Yeah, boyhood. Boyhood. <laughs> <laughs> you know what this is like? Boyhood. Um. So let's finish this strong. And it came to pass in the morrow that Jonathan went out into the field at the time appointed with David and a little lad with him. (laughs) He had a small boy with him. And he said unto his lad, run, find out now the arrows which I shoot. And as the lad ran, he shot an arrow beyond him. Okay, so that was one of the codes. Yeah, it's like, get out of here. And when the lad was come to the place of the arrow which Jonathan had shot, Jonathan cried after the lad and said, is not the arrow beyond thee? And Jonathan cried after the lad, Make speed, haste, stay not. And Jonathan's lad gathered up the arrows and came to his master. But the lad knew not anything. Only Jonathan and David knew the matter. Oh, like they knew the code, but the little boy didn't. Yeah. And Jonathan gave his artillery unto his lad and said unto him, Go, carry them to the city. And as soon as the lad was gone, David arose out of a place toward the south and fell on his face to the ground and bowed himself three times 
and they kissed one another and wept one with another until David exceeded. Oh, David wept the most. And David's oh, so sweet. David loved the guy too. Yeah. And Jonathan must have loved that because it seemed like he was always right. wanting that. Finally. Finally, you show how much you love me. And Jonathan said to David, Go in peace, for as much as we have sworn both of us in the name of the Lord, saying, The Lord be between me and thee, and between my seed and thy seed forever. And he arose and departed, and Jonathan went into the city. Wow. Beautiful. Yeah. A good other than like a couple of those kinda difficult to get through parts. That part sucked. A very nice story between a little bromance. Yeah, it was really sweet. I mean, and I hate to point out like something even any sticking point because i think in general it's nice to end a chapter on a sweet moment i've never seen that before that's true it like really felt like it end one of the first chapters where you're like it makes sense it ended here yeah like this is an <laughs> ending, an ending. <laughs> the ending was an ending like it something ended. happened and, and now, now it's, it's over over and we'll go to the next thing next time next time but the arrow system mm. i it, I was picturing that it's like he had to send him a signal from yeah, far away far because away. he can't get close. Right. And that it would be this sort of bittersweet thing where he saw the arrows and he had to go. And he's like, they can't speak. Right. You that know, would make sense as the arrows by close proxy. on their faces as they're just feeling, feeling, you know, and they're like, I can never talk to him. But the arrows are the things that are communicating what needs to happen. Yeah. But what did happen? But then after the arrows, they meet up very easily easy and they have a whole conversation he and the boy are kind of yelling to each other it seemed like right he's like hey is this far it's like the the arrow you shot the arrows a little far yeah yeah i know i know it's good maybe he walks back with the boy and he looks back and you know david's standing there waving gone or something he's gotta go but they technically shouldn't have like talked met face to face yeah or certainly if they did that they did not need the arrow system one or the other you don't need to shoot arrows and then walk to the arrows and be like, well, I'm just going to get, you know, get them out of the ground. And, oh, hey, David. No. You probably just do the, the arrows. And the arrows are certainly more dramatic. I would have done. I would have just done the arrows. Though it was sweet to get to see them actually hug. That was nice. As someone who has not seen any sort of emotion from a book that were knee deep in. And kiss. And kiss. They kiss. And David cried the most. He's so emotional. Yeah. I like that. He's the hero. Yeah. And he's also the, the biggest more crier. Yeah. I like that too. That's rare. Hmm. Interesting Bible. Interesting Bible. Okay. Yeah. Let's see what you got next week. I mean, not to make predictions, but I think it'll stink. <laughs> <laughs> but it was much better than last time. Yes. Uh, um, well, that'll wrap this episode up. Just a quick, I want to, we haven't thanked the God Squad in a while. You know, people oh, are still nice. helping us. That's so nice. Um, Pay Cooper. Yeah. Which is huge. Um, because as we know, Cooper loves to chomp chomp on those coins. Oh yeah, he's eating. So we still have buckets. No, that's so true. Yeah, it's very cool of people to do. Let's in for the next episode. Yeah, can we figure out? I just want to know. I want to know some financial. I have some financial questions. I think Cooper told us. What did he tell us? How much we owe him? Yeah, yeah. I think we owe him like four thousand dollars. Oh, that's not. That's achievable. It's achievable. I think, it's not. I don't nothing. know how much we're making, to be honest, but I think that's achievable. Yeah. I mean, we're going to have to cough up some cash, I bet. But still, that's okay. That's part of the deal. That's part of the deal. It's part of the deal. Um. All right. Well, we're getting there. Yeah. If you're listening and haven't committed to the God Squad, let's try to pay. Let's try to get Cooper paid. It's been years. 
It's been years. It's been years. We owe him. We he owe does him everything. Some, some money. Um, great episode. Five stars. Five stars. I mean, I would say if you really want to give it, you know, you could write four stars in the review, but come on, this was actually five stars for the, this one. You can't do that this because is a, it is yeah. five stars. I would say this is pure five stars. Pure. Yeah. Oh, right. You can write in the review what you really think Thanks. as yes. long as you rate it five stars. Yes. But, but I, I think would you say, should say five stars in the review. I think in this one, it is a five star episode. So it deserves that. And, um, yeah. But thank well, you to everyone who is reviewing. We are still getting reviews. It's great. Amazing. And thank you to Dan, (laughs) (laughs) my guest for today. Uh, And until then, keep reading those Bibles. Goodbye. Bye.